0: Hey, let's talk sports on Sports Central, brought to you by Home 2 by Hilton. Sitting in and talking sports this afternoon is Mark McCollum and Jenna Kidd.
1: Good to be back, Eric. We missed you last week. We were out at the uh, Major League Scramble. Mm-hmm. Yes, I wasn't allowed to, to be there. I had to be here. We, we have to change that next year.
2: Yeah. Tell Lynn, move over. I'm going. Ah, We may we may
0: know a guy. We may know a guy. (laughs) Hey, Lynn did all right. Oh, it was perfect. Lynn Lynn set you up good. Yeah, Yeah, it was a great show. Great
1: guest. Um, always great to kick off with the the spring season, kind of with the uh, Tigers barbecue, and then of course the Major League Scramble, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of kicking off baseball season here in Lakeland, Major League Baseball at least. Yes. Um, we'll touch on that a little bit later though. Kicking off something. Little little touchy situation. (laughs) There's going to be baseball. Uh, the minor leaguers at least are Mm -hmm. still. Um, here in Tigertown. The fans are excited. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the Tigers Barbecue, a lot of fans out there. Um, and it was interesting, like that whole drive into the park, a lot of fans just outside walking around in their Tigers gear. Oh, really?
2: So they are ready
1: to go. They're ready. Ready to go. Um, but here on this March 3rd edition, March 3rd.
2: It's crazy. It's honestly blowing my
1: mind how quickly the dates changing. Well, I mean, dates change every single day. Uh, That's aside the point, though. But the <laughs> weather, it's getting hot.
2: Whoa! You just totally lost me. You went from dates changing to weather.
1: It's both changing very fast. Yeah. It, yes,
2: yes. Okay, well, you got me back. Yes. No, they both are changing. It was very, cold. Very, now it's
1: hot. Yeah, but even I- today, like this morning, woke up 50 degrees.
2: Yeah, and then it got hotter. That's that's the hard part about living in Florida. <laughs> a
1: great, a great weather breakdown here. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that you know you
2: wake up in the morning and it's chilly, so you dress for a chilly day. Yeah. But by lunch you're sweating yeah. and you're like, I can't do this. Can't do this it's, anymore. It's hard. Yeah. Hard life, we live anyway. Down here. This isn't
1: a weather show, this is a sports show. Let's talk, sports. Let's talk some sports. Uh, so we're gonna talk some high school sports, obviously, the state basketball championships happening across the street. RP funding center, we'll talk mm-hmm. um, some basketball. Have two great interviews coming up one with uh, Bike MS, the wonderful folks at Bike MS. Uh, they're having their citrus tour this weekend, so we'll hear more about that, and then we'll hear from one of our own, Alex Dry. He finally made time in his schedule to come on.
2: Oh, that's perfect. Been I begging can't I've
1: been begging him for months to do this, and he finally <laughs> agreed. Uh, he'll talk, Russ, Matt, some more baseball, and then, of course, we'll finish up with a local sports update and some local events happening in the area. But first, the basketball state finals are happening. Uh, one local team... And Playing tonight in the semi state semifinal uh, in 6A on the boys' side, Winterhaven, at 23-7. and 7. They advance to the 6A state semifinals with their 49-39 win over Lakeland. Uh, they will play Pont Vedra, who is 26-3, tonight at 6 p.m. at the RP Funding Center. Uh, this is the fourth trip to the state tournament under head coach Tyrone Woodside, previously going in 2012, 2013, and 2018. Um, for those who don't know, there's a great story on the ledger about kind of their journey to the state tournament this year. Uh, so last year, over the offseason, they lost a few players who transferred to different schools, namely two players who transferred to Lakeland.
2: Mm. So it had to be a good
1: win from yes. for Winterhaven to beat uh, some of their former teammates who transferred out to Lakeland. Um, but also they got midseason returns from a couple of top players. Uh, Matt Vaughn, one of them returning from a preseason injury. Um, key players for the Blue Devils include Isaac Seleskar, Dylan James, and Jamie Phillips Seleskar. Leads the team with 18.3 points per game, 10 rebounds, and about four assists. James with 15 points, four rebounds, and about three assists per game. And Phillips with 13 points, four rebounds, and two assists per game. Uh, so great story in the ledger. If you um, have access to that, go and give it a read um, as you prepare for Winter Haven's game tonight. And then, who knows? They could be in the game uh, this weekend for the, for the uh, state championship. So,
2: mm-hmm. and, uh, and Dylan James came from the Rock. Uh, In Gainesville, he left and he came back, and I know that the team was very, very excited to have him back. Um, So, you know, it's great.
1: Yeah, really kind of an emotional season for Winter Haven. Mm -hmm. I mean, losing some top players, having a former player return, um, kind of the highs and lows, and kind of finding their rhythm and their groove here towards the end of the season. Obviously, um, making it all the way to the state semifinals. So, uh, best luck to Winter Haven tonight in their matchup. Uh, Wishing them nothing but the best. Uh, Look at the rest of the boys' bracket. In this um, state final, Jenna, what's happening uh, rest of the week?
2: So, in Class Three A, Florida High out of Tallahassee will play Riviera Prep out of Miami at four thirty for the championship tomorrow. Winners of Four A 4A semifinal play for the championship. They will play on Saturday at twelve thirty, and that's followed by the Five A championship at three. The 6A championship at 5.30 and the 7A um, championship at 8. And for tickets, you can go to the rpfundingcenter.com. Yeah,
1: I mean, if you're a fan of basketball, I mean, there probably is no better day to go watch than mm-hmm. Saturday. I mean, championship games
2: Back to back all day, to back to back. All yeah. day, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So be sure to check out RP Funding Center. Jenna, have you ever um, gone to one of these state uh, final games?
2: I have. I yeah. went to Bartow when Bartow okay. won states num two years ago, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was a very very cool experience just because it was a very big hometown vibe. Yeah. Obviously the the stadium was packed with Bartow fans, um, and it was really awesome just watch the the guys out there you know playing on the like the Lakeland Magic Court and just having that time to be kind of showcased. Yeah. In a in an arena that they're you know normally aren't in. So you know super super happy for them and we'll, we'll see how this. Yeah, happens. it's a cool
1: atmosphere in there. Mm-hmm. Um, my former high school, Bradenton Christian School, they went to the um, finals in 2016. Uh, so I went over and watched uh, their matchup, and oh. it's a cool experience. Yeah, uh, it was weird seeing them out there on the court after playing on the team the previous year. Oh, I was like, well, we could have done this a year before, but sorry. Right.
2: Like, let me I don't Come in, a- coach. I
1: don't hold a grudge. No, I'm above that.
2: Mm-hmm. Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think about it at all.
1: Uh, but it's a cool atmosphere, though, especially you have so many smaller schools who are never playing in an arena or a stadium gym that size. Mm-hmm. Um, Watching them go out there and play on, on a, in that stadium is really really cool.
2: Yeah, I know. I mean, for I mean, back home at least for soccer, um, at, in Ohio, they play in the Columbus Crew Stadium, so they fill up. You know, uh, they don't. Maybe they might not fill it up. Yeah, but they get to play in a real MLS stadium, and I couldn't imagine what that feels like. So, yeah. I mean, to play at a on a pro, you know basketball court that probably means a lot to them so it's really awesome to see and i'm happy that it's here
1: yeah it's always interesting to watch like the first few minutes Um, I mean with so many nerves and the mm-hmm. adrenaline from playing at a court that size yeah in the, in the state um like in that matchup too, the state finals um it's got to be an incredible experience
2: i couldn't imagine because i know like you know when you just get so you know just nervous and like your body gets cold and like all those people are watching you i Kudos to them. Yeah, they do great. It seems
1: like it takes a couple minutes. So I mean, we even see that watching like the Super Bowl yeah. or the uh, college football finals. Mm-hmm. I mean, players having you know, you know, unknown easy, easy, easy mistakes, easily avoidable mistakes uh, with penalties, fouls uh, happens to everyone. So it's mm-hmm. cool to see um, kind of that transition for athletes as they as they handle that pressure. Um, but elsewhere in high school sports, in baseball, George Jenkins beat. River Ridge, 5-3, in Winterhaven, 12-2 last week. Aiden Kelly pitched a one-hit shutout over five innings in their win over River Ridge. Uh, and Richie Colazzo went 3-4 for four with two doubles, a triple, and four RBIs in their win over Winterhaven. So George Jenkins off to a solid start for their uh, 2022 season. On the softball diamond, Bartow picked up two wins with their 10-0 win over Liberty and a 1-0 win over McKeel. When we come back... For segment number two, we are going to have a wonderful conversation with the folks from Bike MS. Uh, I'm talking about the Citrus Tour. So stay tuned here on Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7.
0: Talk Radio 96.7. It is Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by Home 2, by Hilton, and by BSN Sports. Are you ready? Let's talk some sports because Mark and Jenna
1: are in the house. Eric, we are fired up and ready to go. Excited. For this second segment. We have a great interview coming up. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I will wait no longer. <laughs> uh, here we have Eden with Bike MS. Eden, are you with us? Yes.
3: Uh, thank you very much for having me on.
1: Yes. Eden, thank you so much for your time and for joining us tonight. Um for those who may not be as familiar or have never heard of Bike MS, can you just provide us with some background information on Bike MS and the Citrus Store that uh, you're putting on this weekend?
3: Yeah, uh, Bike MS, the Citrus Store, our annual mid-Florida uh, cycling event is happening this uh, Saturday and Sunday, starting in Champions Gate um, at the Omni Orlando Resort. Uh, our route takes us actually through a lot of uh, Polk County, through Davenport, Haynes, down through Dundee, Lake Wales and uh, our 100-mile route actually goes through Frostproof proof before heading north back up to uh, Champions Gate. Um, It's a two-day Saturday and Sunday, up to 150 miles. uh, And our shortest one-day route is actually 23 uh, miles. Um, We still accept people uh, coming to attend. So if you are interested in attending uh, this cycling event, uh, please join us uh, at the Omni Orlando Resort on Saturday morning.
1: And how can people sign up for that if, it's, if they, you know, hear this conversation and want to get involved?
3: Uh, yes, uh, you can either go on uh, www.bikems.org, search for us there, or you can just come and turn up on Saturday morning. Our ride starts at 7.30 uh, a.m. Uh, all the money that is raised goes towards finding a cure for multiple sclerosis.
1: Wow. It's amazing. Yeah, I see um, here as of earlier today, it was uh, just under about 300000 raised so far. That's amazing.
3: That's correct. Uh, We're hoping to raise about four hundred thousand dollars this year. We have about four hundred cyclists joining us uh, this particular year. Um, So, I'd like to uh, just ask all of your listeners if they do see any cyclists this weekend, just to cheer them on, uh, especially in those places that I've just uh, mentioned. They they. Uh, really get encouraged, and motivated motivated by um, everyone who's cheering them on from the, the the side of the road or outside your house. So if any there are any listeners out there and they see some cyclists, just give them a, a big cheer.
1: Absolutely, yeah, I'm sure when you're on those uh, long stretches, as you mentioned before, when you're when you're getting cheered on, it uh, just gives you a more motivation and mm-hmm. some encouragement to keep going. Yeah, um, how do you go into deciding uh, the routes that you take on on this tour?
3: Um, we actually have a gentleman called um, Jason Brown from Road and Trail Bicycles uh, in Lakeland. Uh, I think a lot of your cyclists who are from Lakeland probably know that shop. But, uh, he actually designed the uh, the route for us uh, and picked up some of the, the, the best roads for cycling in Polk County and created this wonderful route for us. Uh, so thank you very much to Jason Brown uh, from Road and Trail.
2: Yeah, no, so... You know, this obviously is, is for a great cause. Can you kind of tell us how did, you know, Bike MS start? Um, kind of, you know, where was the roots from that? And kind of what, what was the reason behind, you know, starting this great organization?
3: Yeah, uh, Bike MS has actually a very long history. Um, originally started in 1979 um, by a gentleman called Will Munger, who was the executive director of our Minnesota chapter for the National Multiple Sclerosis Society. And um, basically, the story is that him and his 10-year-old son uh, wanted to cycle uh, from Lake Superior to Minneapolis. Uh, They were both novice cyclists, uh, and they're hoping to raise some money for the organization. But um, they only managed to get halfway. It's about 150 miles in total, but they only got 75 on the first day because they understood that it was going to be impossible to do 150 miles for two novice cyclists. (laughs) Uh, And actually... They, they managed to finish Then uh, The following year, uh, 200 cyclists joined them, uh, and they raised about $33,000 in 1980. Uh, and in 1981, this uh, bike MS, or this idea of bike MS, was transplanted to other National Multiple Sclerosis Society chapters around the country. Uh, and now we have about 60 rides all over, the, all over America, raising about $60 million every year.
2: Wow that's that's amazing. yeah,
1: that's incredible wow that's an incredible story. I mean you mentioned starting in I'm just trying to wrap my mind around it starting in Champions Gate and they're riding around Bok Tower that's an incredible yeah, drive you, go nonetheless, the, a yeah, bike route
3: you, you go around the outside of uh, Bok Tower so there are a few hills, especially if you're doing the 100 miles uh, I think Babson Park is is quite famous for being quite a quite an incline for cyclists. But uh we do have a twenty three mile route for, for novices as well. Um the ride actually started in nineteen eighty six, could you believe? Uh wow. this is, uh, uh thirty six years ago. So this ride has been uh been around the area for quite a long time and a lot, I think a lot of your listeners have seen uh I've heard of Bike MS and have seen our cyclists um annually.
1: Yeah, that'll be cool. I mean, especially if people have seen um your bikes your your cyclists and now having known, you know, kind of the reason they're doing this. It's really cool. Um so you have a, a route for both the novice and maybe the more experienced um cyclists?
3: Yeah. We have uh we have teams that are, you know, semi professional. They they go out every weekend doing a hundred miles every weekend. Uh we have teams that are friends and family uh on hybrid bikes, you know, doing twenty three miles together as a family unit and, and raising some money. Um some of our teams bring in uh, up to eighty thousand dollars as a team, and we have individuals um, who have raised over forty thousand dollars every year uh, that they participate in uh, Bike MS. So um, we just like, like to thank all of our amazing cyclists for for coming together uh, each year and raising money uh, to find a cure for MS.
2: Wow! So. When I'm reading here, you know, it says there are two-day routes that are up to 150 miles and one-day rides that range from 23 to 100. So are you able to do, do you do a 150 ride on one day and then the 150 again the following day if you're doing the two?
3: Yeah, it's 150 miles over two days is how we kind of advertise it. So our longest route on Saturday is 100 miles uh, and then there's a 50 uh, to complete your 150 uh, on the Sunday. Uh, so um yeah it's it's 100 miles is quite a long distance for even a veteran cyclist uh, on a, on a particular day so uh that's how we sort of break it up
2: yeah i was going to say those legs when you get off a bike you're going to oh still gosh. feel like you're riding it after 100 yeah, miles yeah
3: exactly. <laughs> yeah exactly
1: no
2: that's
3: crazy yep, yep definitely uh we we always uh recommend that you know ride. we the, the thing about bike MS, we fully support all of our cyclists so every 10 to 12 miles we we have rest stops in place Uh, that the cyclists can stop and take some uh, nutrition and and get some liquid in. So uh, we also have um, medical uh, units on standby. We also have uh, ride marshals and a motorcycle escort from the Defenders group actually uh, support us on the ride. So our cyclists feel very uh, safe uh, on the roads and also they feel very uh, supported as they go uh, and, and complete their miles.
2: That's great. You know, I'm glad to see, you know, that there's so many people in the county that, you know, really, really care and they, you know, make sure that everyone's safe and they feel good and great and cheered on. So that's really great. So looking at the volunteer ride marshals, is there still time to sign up if, you know, people are looking to be volunteers out there?
3: Yeah, there is actually. If you look on our website, um, you will find a tab for volunteers. I I do believe there's still time to sign up. So we are looking for uh, volunteers in the area. Um, I do believe one or two uh, high schools also are also volunteering this year uh, as well. I think Davenport High School is um,
2: is volunteering for us uh, this year as well. Oh, that's awesome! Great to see that you know the local schools are getting involved as well and everything. Is there yeah. a way to watch this if maybe you're not out there? If you're at home, and you want to kind of catch it? Is there like a YouTube or? A Twitch option. We, we will have the
3: start on Facebook Live. Okay. Uh, if you go to BikeMS uh, on Facebook, our main page, we will have uh, Facebook Live of the first, you know, uh, fifteen twenty minutes of the ride. and okay. um, That's the way you can watch it. We don't have any um, TV crew uh, filming filming this for TV or anything, but we do have it on Facebook Live. Okay. No, that's
1: awesome. Facebook page. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eden, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we are coming up on the end here quickly. Uh, where can listeners go if they want more information on this, on this tour?
3: Yeah, uh, www.bikems.org and then just select Florida and then you select the, the ride. Um, I'd just like to say that uh, for your listeners, if they're out there, just uh, give, us, give the cyclists a big cheer on Saturday and Sunday.
1: We will. We will. Alright, Eden, thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day and best Always. luck this weekend.
3: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. When we come back, another great conversation with our own Alex Dry when we return on Sports Central Talk Radio at 96.7. Talk Radio
0: 96.7 and Sports Central. Sports Central is brought to you by Home 2 Sweets. All right. Let's do it. Talking sports with Mark McCollum and Jenna Kidd.
1: Oh, we're talking sports, all right, Eric. I'm excited. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're, Jenna's really excited. I am.
2: Wow. I think it's because we have a great next guest that we've been looking forward to. You know, for Jenna, months. we've been
1: trying to get this guest for months. His schedule has just been too busy, but I think he's cleared up a few minutes to spend some time with us tonight. Is Mr. Alex Dry with us?
4: More than happy to be here with you and Jenna. What a, what a time!
1: What a time, indeed, Mr. Dry. You know. You might have heard of a little tournament called Russmat. Um, I know, obviously, that's a, that's a joke, but you have been heavily involved um, in the months leading up to Russmat and now these first few weeks when they're getting going. Um, just talk about, you know, maybe the some background on Russmat, how long it's been going on, and the importance it means to uh, Polk County.
4: Yeah, no, I've, I've been a little involved, as well as our entire staff. Um, obviously, it takes, it takes quite a bit to, to move. Um, as much of of what's going on with Russ Matt throughout the county, but um, I'm happy to be a a small part of of what's coming into the county with Russ Matt. It's a huge tournament, so we have about 250 teams, baseball teams, uh, from colleges throughout the country, so anywhere from the D1 level, uh, D2, D3, JUCO, NAIA. So, just about any baseball at any level, um, it's a it's a perfect fill if you're looking for it. I, I know there's quite a bit of talk right now of, of people missing baseball, but don't you worry, Polk County's got it. Um, but no, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's been going on here in Polk County for years. I know, being a uh, Polk County resident my entire life, I grew up watching Rust Mat baseball, and now I have the pleasure to to work with Rob Seitz and his team. Uh, over at DS Sports to to bring that to Polk County year after year, um, making it grow uh, every year. Um, it, it, I mean, it, it's key into our economic development efforts, uh, not only just in sports but in baseball specifically. Uh, there's not many operations out there that can justify helping us build new facilities, and, and that's what Rustmat does for Polk County.
1: You know, you mentioned you uh, watched Russ Matt growing up and uh, living in Polk County your entire life. What's it been like that transition from watching it, you know, as a resident to now having a pretty key involvement um, in this tournament?
4: No, I, I love it, and, and it's it's funny because when I tell people uh, I've been in the baseball world um, throughout. Once I got to college and started working in the sports world, I bounced around a little bit, but every stop I've made on, on my career journey so far. I've run into someone in the baseball world who has been to Polk County because of Russ Matt. So the, the impact that it has, uh, you go out and watch it and you don't truly realize it when you're from Polk County and you go and watch, watch one team play one other team. You don't realize the amount of baseball players and the the amount of baseball families that are affected by Russ Matt um, until you go out and, meet people from Arizona, meet people from Michigan, meet people from Pennsylvania uh, that, that some people would think, Oh, they have no idea where Winter Haven Lakeland are. You're going to have to tell them, Oh, I live in between Tampa, Orlando, but they know exactly where you live because they've been to the chain of lakes. They've been to Lake Myrtle sports complex because they've played in rust map baseball. So it's key. It's key, not only to our economy, but also just putting Polk County on the map uh, with, with, uh, colleges and, and athletes across the country.
2: Yeah. So earlier you were talking about, you know, new facilities and whatnot and Russ Matt having the opportunity of playing on them. Um, so how is that going up at Northeast regional park? I know, you know, brand new altar facility, beautiful. How, how is it going? How are they liking it up there?
4: People are loving it. Uh, we've been out there quite a bit over the last couple of weeks as, as they've get as they've gotten started and, if you go out to any of the parks, whether it's Northeast Regional Park, the chain, Lake Myrtle, uh, the stands are full. Um, some of these rosters have anywhere from 40 to, to 70 players on these rosters. And each one of those athletes is bringing their whole family down because it, it gives them a chance to get a, a spring break down in Florida. Um, but it, it, things are great, especially at Northeast Regional Park. Um, any facility that has all turf, it just makes makes life easier for the tournament operator makes life easier for the athletes uh, for the teams. they know they can get out to the field they know whether rain or shine they're going to be able to play ball Um, and and there's not a lot to worry about Um, and and i mean it's pristine up there i know i took a few pictures that if you look at those pictures you get a little confused whether it's grass or turf i mean it's, (laughs) it's top quality so they did a great job
2: yeah, I know. When I was up there um, last week, I heard many parents, you know, saying, "Wow, this is a great facility." Or trying to figure out how the turf works with the different colors and things like that. So, you know, I've heard I've heard a lot of great things about North uh, East Regional Park. So I'm very happy, you know, to have that online now and have that go in full swing. It's awesome.
4: Yeah, we're excited. I mean, any any time you get a brand new facility like that built, it, it makes things a lot easier, and um, obviously. Russ Matt was a, a big piece of, of why we needed more facilities like that, but having more facilities like that not only benefits the local residents, but also gives us the ability to, to go after other business throughout the year uh, to bring in more baseball and softball business to the county.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, you mentioned these local residents. Where can local residents go to find out uh, where these games are being played? Can they watch them online?
4: Yeah, so Rustmat.com, you can pretty much find any information you could possibly imagine. Um, so if, if you're wanting to catch a game at the ballpark, uh, you can go out to any of, the faci- any of the facilities that they're at, whether it be those three facilities I already mentioned or, or several of the high schools throughout the county are also uh, very courteously letting RussMet use their fields um, at different peak times. Um, and then, if you want to if you want to watch the games live, there's actually information on their website as well of of tuning into Live Barn uh, to watch the live stream games. So uh, it, you can pretty much catch it in any facet.
1: You know, it's really been interesting. I mean, you mentioned earlier how many people it takes to put um, an event this scale on. Um, you know, as this has gotten. Um, to starting in the past few weeks. It's really been amazing seeing just the amount of people and everyone getting involved um, just to make sure that the players and coaches are having a good time and that um, the the fans and the spectators can have a good time as well. Can you talk a little bit about the kind of group effort um, it takes to put put on an event this scale?
4: Yeah, it, it definitely does. And, and having the benefit um, that I've had in my past of, of not only working on, on our side in the Sports Commission but also – Working as a past event operator, um, it it takes an army to to get something like this going, and having a local support like Polk County, and having the partnership that Polk County Sports Marketing and Business Central Florida have with Rob and DS Sports, uh, it, it just it makes everything flow better um, when everyone's working together towards towards one overall goal, and that goal making these players and coaches happy in their tournament and happy in their time in Polk County. So that year after year, these coaches want to bring them back to the same place. Having that one overall goal working together on that is huge. And I've since coming from, since coming back to Polk County and working for our organization, um, I've loved to see how much we put into working with these operators to make sure they have a top of the line experience, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of other counties and destinations throughout the country that I've worked with uh, that that do a great job and, and they're very welcoming, uh, but not many people have done it as well as Polk County has done it. So um, I know Rob and, and his staff definitely appreciate, it and all the coaches appreciate it, um, and we also appreciate how how well they work with us. I mean, they make it easy for us to host all 250 teams. Um, there's quite a few people coming into the county all at once, and they prepare us well to make sure we're ready for for an influx of people um, that they bring in.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it seems like a great formula, right? When you have both the event organizer and um, you know our staff as well, um, and, staff and the park, park staff around the county, uh, working well together, um, seems like a great combination to uh, put on a great event. Um, so Alex, as we kind of wrap up here, um, thank you again so much for your time. I mean, I know you're a really busy uh, man, and so we just really appreciate it. Um, where can folks go to learn more about Russmat and, again, where can they go and watch um, some of these games online?
4: Yeah, so uh, if anyone is interested, obviously the Russmat.com, um, their tournament schedule is up there, so you can see all the different teams playing, the, the several D1 teams that will be playing games. Um, so they have their whole tournament schedule up there. Uh, if, if you go to their website and, and follow the directions over to Live Barn, you can watch these games digitally, but you really can't beat it. I mean, there's not a whole lot of baseball going on out there right now. So, Polk County residents have quite a bit of an advantage to watch 250 teams over the next month or so. I mean, they'll be here till the end of March. So, um, over at the Chain of Lakes Park, uh, Northeast Regional Park, and Lake Myrtle Sports Complex, there's plenty of baseball going on. Um, and, and there's more to come. Obviously, we have the new new facility at Northeast Regional Park, and then uh, as as we go forward, uh, we're going to continue to make efforts to continue to grow this event, uh, bring hundreds and hundreds of teams to Polk County, um, and have them play on all the turf fields throughout the throughout the area. So we're excited.
1: Absolutely, Alex. Again, thank you so much. Have a great rest of your night. We'll talk to you later.
4: Yes, sir. Thank you, Mark. I'm, I'm hoping to hear the uh, the voice of Cleveland Heights on this next commercial. So I appreciate
1: the time. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. When we come back here on Sports Central, uh, we're going to local update here on Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central. They are
0: talking sports right now on Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central brought to you by the Hampton Inn Lakeside and by Hollywood Signs. Let's talk sports
1: with Jenna and Mark. The song I talking keep- sports while doing the YMCA. I in can do Syria. that. Ready? Jenna. Right, let's see. Let's see you do it. A little early, a little I early. Know. That's okay. We don't have time for the whole song. <laughs> I'm
0: having flashbacks to the '70s. <laughs> oh man,
1: flashbacks to um, spring training games too. Kind of a sore subject, but usually the YMCA is a
2: a hot item over it's there. It's
1: usually a, a, a common
2: a crowd favorite, common occurrence
1: at well, uh, spring training games. Any baseball game really.
2: Well, you have Russ Matt. You can do it at
1: Russ Matt. There so you go. You
2: can maybe start it there.
1: We're gonna have spring training games though. Yeah, we will. I feel it. I feel it. it's going to happen. My bones. Uh, we are unfortunately still in the midst of a Major League Baseball lockout. Um, MLB had set a original deadline on Monday. They extended it to Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Uh, but unfortunately, the MLB and the Players Union could not come up uh, with an agreement for their um, for their new union deal. Um, so they're still in lockout. Uh, they're planning on talking again in the near future. Uh, so hopefully, they can come up with. With an agreement so we can get some baseball so fans can get back out to Tiger Town and mm-hmm. enjoy all that uh, spring training has to offer.
2: Yeah, for sure. And a little fun fact. I mean, I don't know how fun it is if you're a fan of any of these teams. Yeah, it's a good
1: switch. Going from something maybe a little sad to a little, a little more fun. It's a fun fact.
2: Yeah, but sad if, you're, if you like these teams. That's true, that's true. So March Madness has started earlier this year. Um, Saturday saw the top six teams in the country all lose on the same day for the first time in history.
1: That was really crazy. I could not believe it, Mm -hmm. especially when I saw. I mean, I I saw these teams going down as the day kind of progressed. I didn't realize it was the first time in in history that this has happened. Yeah. So Uh, you had
2: number one Gonzaga, number two Arizona, number three Auburn, number four Purdue, number five Kansas, and number six Kentucky all lost.
1: That is really. I can't believe it still.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, it's it's mar. Like it says, I mean, it came early this year. You don't see these top teams fall. Um, like this consistently until we get into the tournament, but but um, at least here we our go.
2: teams aren't on that list. So
1: exactly, well they might have lost,
2: but at least well not on I mean list.
1: Maryland is not going to find themselves <laughs> in the top six anytime this season. So and maybe just beat Ohio State too. It's uh, all right. Uh, let's move on. This isn't a big next, 10 show.
2: Next, next, what did say?
1: Yes, mm-hmm. uh, we have a local <laughs> pro update. The Magic and the Tropics. They are two teams who have been doing well recently. Uh, the Magic, they won their first game since the All-Star break in their 122-111 win over Fort Wayne. Lakeland led from start to finish thanks to a season-high 33 points from Ignis Brasdikis. Jeff Towton had a standout game as well with 21 points on 7 of 12 shooting from the field. Lakeland is back on the road this week with games against the Grand Rapids Gold and the Fort Wayne Ants, but return... To the RP Funding Center on Sunday, March sixth, against the Grand Rapids uh, fans who attend will receive a championship banner beach towel. oh um, that's exciting!
2: Yeah, and if you go look on um, Instagram, you'll see a fun, a fun little collage of switch. It's a, swish great, it looks the... like a great towel. He, he looks as, like he's having a great time as too. Especially come into spring summer season, you're going to need mm-hmm. that beach
1: towel. Uh, so be sure to head on over to RPFundingCenter.com to grab your tickets for the uh, for that giveaway.
2: Yeah, so then on the tropics side, we're kind of switching gears a little bit. Yeah. But uh, so when the Florida Tropics reacquired Ricardo Degas uh, several weeks ago, they knew that they were adding an important piece to an already potent offense. Um, Degas scored with 22 seconds to pl- to play um, in the Tropics' win, 8-6, to six, over the Harrisburg Heat on Sunday afternoon, um, completing a weekend sweep of Eastern Division games in the Major Arena Soccer League. Degas got this game winner last night too in Baltimore with 334 to play in a 7-6 win. Um Florida will stay on the road next weekend with a Saturday start in Milwaukee and a Sunday game in St. Louis. They will return to the RP Funding Center in Lakeland on Sunday, March 13th against the Tacoma Stars.
1: Yeah, much I'm sure the Tropics are glad to be returning home. Uh, it's been a while since since, since they've yeah. been playing in the RP Funding Center. Uh, yeah. A quite a long road trip for them, Uh, but they've held their own and they're coming back in a good spot as they head towards um, their postseason play.
2: Yeah, no, it's definitely exciting, and I know that they'll be—you know—fans will be excited to come back and uh, have them back into the RP Funding Center cheering them on.
1: So we've talked some local sports. Let's talk some local events that are happening. Jenna, what are some events uh, coming up?
2: So we kind of touched on this earlier. Currently, the FHSAA Boys Basketball State Championship is taking place over at the RP Funding Center. Remember to get your tickets uh, soon. The state games will all be on Saturday.
1: And looking ahead, next weekend, we got the USFA Pot of Gold uh, from March 12th to March 13th. Softball at the Bartow Softball Complex in Christina Park in Lakeland. Uh, there's under 1,400 participants there, so it'll be a really great event. Uh, but that'll do it for us. For more information about sports and events in Polk County, log on to www.centralfloridasports.com and visit us. And our website, visit centralflorida.org or give us a call at 863-551-4750. For Jenna, Mark, and Eric, Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7.